Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. An Erio's original. Hey, everyone. Thanks a million for listening. If you like this podcast, the best way to support it is by doing the SRR method. Subscribe, rate, review. And tell your friends, because word of mouth is a great way to spread the news. Okay, let's get down to business. I was born with a special gift. The ability to mentally transform any situation into the worst case scenario in my own brain. My therapist calls my gift catastrophizing. And that's why I'm uniquely qualified to scrutinize and analyze history's greatest disasters and find out who's to blame. They say history repeats itself. Not on my watch. My name is Rebecca Delgado-Smith, and I am The Alarmist. everyone, welcome to The Alarmist, a comedy podcast where we talk about history's greatest tragedies and figure out who's to blame. So today we're talking about the gender reveal party gone wrong that caused the sawmill fire disaster. Now this tragedy, historical disaster, was recommended to me by my friend and uh, extended family member, Chez. He and his wife just had a baby, shout out to Luna. And I'm sure that this gender reveal kind of baby world has been on his mind. And thank you, Chez, for recommending this insane uh, disaster. So uh, in today's tragedy, it's it's a little different than the ones we've done in the past because 
it goes beyond the actual event and it actually opens up a discussion about some bigger picture stuff like why do we do these gender reveal parties and why should we care about this on social media? Let's get started. On April 23rd, 2017, 37-year-old Border Patrol agent Dennis Dickey and his wife brought an explosive target in order to learn the gender of their expected baby out into a yellow grassland in the Santa Rita Mountain foothills southeast of Tucson, Arizona. The expectant dad had packed the target with a highly explosive substance called Tannerite and shot it with a high-powered rifle, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. The target was supposed to burst pink or blue to reveal to attendees whether Dickie and his wife were expecting a boy or a girl. After shooting the target, there was an explosion and a cloud of blue smoke appeared. As a result, a sudden blaze started in the surrounding grass. The fire went on to burn 47,000 acres and cost $8.2 million, with 800 firefighters needed to put it out. Fun facts, a.k.a. death stats. Dickey pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor violation of U.S. Forest Service regulations and was sentenced to five years probation in September 2018. He was ordered to pay $8 million in restitution, starting with an initial payment of $100,000. It's unclear if Dickey will pay the total amount. Local reports suggested Dickey will pay $500 a month for the next 20 years for a total fine of $220,000. Part of Dickey's plea agreement was to make a public service announcement with the Forest Service about the cause of the fire. According to the internet, Dickey was not fired from his job. Hey everyone, so today we have a special treat. We have one third of the women who run Erio's network and one half from the podcast Foxy Browns, <laughs> Priyanka Matu. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm here. I, I asked permission to be here, which I guess is kind of, I was like, would you ever consider, I pitched myself. <laughs> here's my reel here's the links (laughs) well when you when we because um i'll be on a episode of foxy browns that i believe is coming out around the same week this is coming out i think it is it's i think it's gonna be the same week um it'll be i think next week we're talking about um we're talking about mental health okay so this will come out the week after so when we were you know, recording and and we got to know how anxious the two of us are. Yes. Yes. I was like, wow. Yeah. You don't know you're anxious when you grow up in a culture that doesn't have a word for anxiety. What is the, 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 it's just like, we don't have a a word for boundaries in Spanish. Oh no. Or love. We just talk about like, (laughs) oh, we have a lot of words for love. Indians or Kashmiris would be like, oh, he worries. He worries. He worries. Or he's like a kind of, you know, but it's like a, it's like a poor guy. Oh, yeah. Like, Let's oh, worry about him guy. because he worries. Yeah, he's kind of been like left aside because he's, oh, you know. So you don't even worry about him. You just push him aside. You might worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> you might worry about him, but you're just like, what a waste. <laughs> what a waste. Well, a waste you are not a waste. <laughs> no. You are a delight. No. And I'm so excited for you guys. We have a very important episode. I'm so excited. It's unlike any other we've had on the show. We're, do- we're talking gender reveal. Yeah. Gender reveal disaster. Now, do you want to watch 
this insane video. Yeah, I need to see it. Okay, I'll let me to pull it, it up. I'm concerned. And I recommend that everyone, you know, if you have a computer or a phone on you, well, you do because you're listening to a podcast. So I'm assuming it's on your phone. You can link to it on the show notes. Oh, I'll show you how to wonderful. do that. That's yeah. amazing. We yeah, yeah. I'll show that. you how to. So Does you got to watch like this right? video. Does this seem like the right? Yeah, video? you can you watch that one. Okay, so this is coming to us from NBCNews.com. I'm going to go full screen, guys. Like, in the dry brush? This is crazy. They just it set it up. Like- and You'll see what when they, because they play it again, they set up this target in the, the middle. The video was released after a Freedom of Information Act. Start packing up! Huh? Start, Start packing, packing up! up. <laughs> oh, that's so bad that they they were trying to get out of Dodge. So, spoiler alert, it's a boy. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who are going to watch. And, uh... And it was a disaster. 47,000 acres of land, of fire. How many days did it take to? Um, unclear. I don't know how many days it took, but it definitely took 800 firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my now, think about an acre. One, I don't know. One I, for every million. <laughs> hundred thousand dollars <laughs> it, it took a week it took a week. <gasps> it took a week i mean they do say it takes a village right yeah he's a kid <laughs> 800 firefighters so i mean think of an acre lot yeah. I, i'm thinking of like house yeah. terms yeah. i mean in in la lots are small so it's like i don't know four houses put together yeah. would be an acre mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. Think about that 47,000 times. Yeah. I mean, it's no, there's no way to contain it once a little fire sparks in, in Arizona. Oh, and that was another part of it. It was hard to get to the area, obviously, because well, it was like the middle of the there? mountain. Mm. So you can't just like, you know, you don't have the water no, pumps. You have to, I mean, if you see the fire here, go, yeah. right? It's like a plane that like dumps powder onto the... It's so... That's crazy. Yeah, and... Based on the you know, California, we live in California. There's so many fires happening. It's fire season all right the now. time. You can it's feel so it in sad. the air. It's Just so today, dry. someone was called at work saying that there was a fire in their neighborhood and mm. they had to leave. Mm. There's that fire up in uh, North Valley right now. They're like, oh, that's my house. Oh, God. There's one in Sonoma as well. A big one. Scary. So and, and near uh, Lake Arrowhead. Oh, um, so fires are crazy. They spread like crazy and the the thought that this person just like decided like this is a good idea really just says a lot about how little they know about fires right but let's just jump right into it and talk about dennis dickey yeah because dennis dickey is the man who Mm. made the target for all we know he was the one who bought the explosive so so he had like get yourself in the mind of dennis dickey right it's so hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me so he your sounds wife really is pregnant dumb. yeah <laughs> poor dennis wife is pregnant right she's gonna find out if it's a boy he, or a girl you want to put on a show for her because <laughs> she's born she's bearing your child i guess it's romantic it there's a it romance is, element it is it is i mean for a dumb guy yeah he is just like, this is going to be the party to end all parties. It's going to be the most beautiful baby shower. I'm going to make her dreams come true. It's going to be like nothing anyone's ever seen true. He executed that for sure. Uh-huh. And he thought about it long and hard. That's his, the sad part here. Okay. I, I have a lot of things to say. Yeah. Because I have children. Okay. 
<laughs> Let's talk. And it's fire oh, I should have said that when I when I introduced you. I should have said that's also a yes, good reason. Yes. I have I have children. I have children. She, he clearly spent so much time thinking about how happy it would make her, and not so much time thinking about Arizona and. Oh. You know? I made me feel bad. For I know, him. I know. But also, you're assuming that that's the kind of girl she is. Like she loves a good uh, it does, explosion. Oh, it kind of doesn't matter what she. It's he thought he clearly thought because what is what would the the well, motivation was obviously like I'm going to make her so happy. She very well could have been like, "This is insane! I can't believe you did this." Now we don't have any money for our child. <laughs> you moron. Are they still together? Do we know? That's the one thing I think we should look up. Okay, well, I I have to say, I'm trying to find these people because I want to see if they've done any interviews or have they? Have you found Um, anything? I I did find uh, a GoFundMe page. (laughs) Okay, so there's a GoFundMe page out there. A fellow resident created for him. And she's in the Sahara... It's a Saharita residence. So I guess this is the town that they live in. And she vouches for him. She says, I'm a resident of Saharita for 11 years. And while the media has focused on him being a a border patrol agent, I'm so much more. Oh, this is him uh, speaking for himself. I'm a father of two great boys, one of whom I adopted. I am a veteran who volunteered to go to Iraq after my battalion lost a guy to an IED. I volunteer my time a few days a week. At a local gym, and I used to volunteer wait, no, wait, at the wait, local. Wait, 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 like for like a free membership? Uh, unclear if he just gives the machines a wipe down or if he's the water boy or maybe he's a, a personal trainer. I don't yeah. believe most people are bad. I do believe most people are stupid. Oh, that's the one thing we talk about on this show. That's And that's the scariest part yeah. of living your life. Yeah. Is that everyone around you is inept. Oh, yeah. For the most part. So <laughs> I've run into some great people. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you? Was there more to read? According to him, he also volunteered at the American Legion. And my wife even works for a small business here in Saharito. So he vouched for himself. The GoFundMe only raised $1,965 out of the $200,000 goal that they set for themselves. Why would anyone give him any money? He did such a <laughs> dumb thing. And this is what I can't get past. It's that he thought of the idea, yeah. right? Romantic. Yeah. I love my wife. I want to give her something nice. It's like Fargo. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you think about it as a Fargo season, like that poor guy, he's just that, he's like that sweet and that dumb, maybe. Yeah. And then he he went online. I'm assuming he went online or he yeah. had a textbook at home of mm-hmm. how to blow something up, right? And yeah. then he had to go to a store yeah. to buy the materials. Yeah. He had to spend time to build it he had uh they had to invite people they had to drive out to the mountain like this is a production pause one second sorry mm-hmm. to go back to the fact that he had a friend who was killed by an ied so he already has like a bad history with explosive devices right so why would he go back to it well he's like we're repairing this relationship <laughs> He's like, yes, he has a bad history. What are you doing, Dennis? I don't know, Dennis. Just off the bat, 
this is an obvious one. We got to put Dennis Dickey on the board. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, yeah. You, well, yeah. It, it's just not okay to think that way. And he didn't do his proper research, right? No. He had enough time to research how to build this explosive. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. But also the basic... It, he lives in Arizona. Mm-hmm. He understands the terrain. He understands the climate. Not to put it in some sort of like cement block pit seems also a little bit ridiculous. And not only does he live in Arizona, know the climate and know the terrain, he is a border patrol yes, yes, agent, he's a border patrol which agent. he which means he knows the terrain very well. Yes. <laughs> yes. He spends a lot of time outside, one would imagine. I, I unless he's the guy at the booth. Right? Like a <laughs> like a passport guy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yes, obviously, yes. I mean, the the government found him liable. So, yes. Yes. He's clearly I mean, was there quite any a world where that would not have caused a fire? Well, no. I actually, you know, it's interesting you like, bring that up. <laughs> like Bali? <laughs> Oh, oh, maybe <laughs> like the Amazon. I mean, if you yeah. did that on a boat, <laughs> on, on like a boat yeah, like that a you buoy. like, you know, actually a really good idea for Dennis. Really good idea. Get a boat. Yeah. Get another get boat. boat. Two little yeah. boats. Two one, boats. one that's small. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what is it? A dinghy? It would have been cheaper than eight million dollars. <laughs> right well, yes, yes. <laughs> Rent oh, a boat. Dennis. Make a dinghy. Put the explosive yeah, yeah. thing on yeah, a dinghy yeah, yeah. and shoot Get it out in the middle of the water. Totally. Do whatever I mean, we came up with this idea in, in what, 10 minutes of just discussing? Yeah. <laughs> We're very, yeah. But, you're, you you know, it's a good question. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Rebecca. <laughs> we know it's about. Not if you listen to this we podcast. Know, we know about the fire already. <laughs> we've got a, we've got a head start. No more Tannerite explosives, people. (laughs) Not a good idea. Tannerite. I want to learn more about Tannerite. Tannerite. I mean, it's just a very highly explosive chemical. Yeah. And And you just buy it at the store? What, the Army-Navy? Like, where do do you buy Tannerite? uh, uh, Either I'm guessing online or Home Depot, but (laughs) Amanda's on it. Mm. You're going to get dinged by the government. I know. (laughs) Okay, I'll get back to you on this. Okay. A, A thought I had, you know... Climate change is real. Yes. As we all agree. And maybe a border patrol agent, if he's indoctrinated, might not think that. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. I guess yes. we, 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 yeah, we don't know what kind of, if he believes that. But human activities, uh, this is per EDF. So human activities such as lighting campfires and discarding lit cigarettes are mainly responsible for starting fires in hotter weather that makes forests drier and more susceptible to burning. Rising temperatures, a key indicator of climate change, evaporate more moisture from the ground, drying out the soil, Mm -hmm. making vegetation more flammable. Meanwhile, shifting meteorological meteorological (laughs) (laughs) patterns can drive rain away Mm -hmm. from the wildfire-prone areas. Phenomenon scientists discovered in California... Uh, and have linked to human-made climate change. So as drought and and heat continue with rising greenhouse gas emissions, we expect more wildfires in years ahead, especially with the fire season getting longer. Mm -hmm. So climate change is real. And so your question is, yeah, if it was a different place, maybe if it was a lush environment. Just a tropical. like, Like, yeah. A beach even, some sand. But there's no world in 
where it was no. that it would not have. No. No, uh, nowhere in Arizona. No, and also you watch the video. He put it in the middle of some dry grass. Right. I th- that's makes it so shocking to me because there's when you're looking at that, there's like no world where this is not going to be a disaster. No, it's obvious to anyone with half a brain. Like my family uh, in Long Beach every 4th of July. Yes. My oh, uncle- tell us about this. Oh, God. <laughs> My uncle Steve gets Steve, yes. drives to the next county over and gets illegal fireworks. <laughs> this is not his fire wallet. Oh, he loves fire. He's a lawyer by day, magician by night. But anyway, he lights. This has been going on since I was a child. Either my house or my aunt's house. They live. My parents and my aunt live around the corner from each other. In the backyard, he lights off illegal fireworks. Is he going to get arrested? Well, this is the thing. We know there's a risk. One of him getting arrested. Two of him starting a fire. So everyone's standing by with a hose, right, ready mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like they were even taking any precautions well when they run in no one seems to have like a fire extinguisher which is the first thing i would bring to um if i was blowing something up right but he clearly doesn't have any sort of fear of like explosives or firearms because didn't he shoot it that's how he got it so like this is like a guy says a gun nut yeah he's a gun nut he thinks it's fine but clearly he had the forethought not to do it in his own home i mean Right. I guess we don't know if he lives in an apartment building where that's <laughs> yeah. not allowed. I have some questions for the wife. Like no yeah. one around him Mrs. was Dickey? like, what? Mrs. Dickey. <laughs> Tannerite seems to be legal. I think it's something you can buy online. Mm. Okay. Of course you can. And maybe easy access to Tannerite. I mean, but here's the thing. Are there other, but I mean, there could be other, no. It's uses, just an what are the other uses for Tannerite? I mean, I don't have any in my cupboard. Let me look. I think that we should put climate change to me is a big factor. Right. Yes, it is a big factor. Perhaps it's not the terrain he grew up. Maybe right. someone else had done it. Do we know if anyone else has ever done this? And maybe he was like copying someone else. Well, a lot of people, that's the thing. Changed. A lot of people do this. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, I think, a really important thing to talk about which is this gender gender reveal reveal trend yeah yeah let's talk about it we didn't do it Uh uh-huh there are all sorts of schools of thought there are people who don't find out even what the gender is Mm -hmm. we did find out yeah i just thought it was fun to kind of visualize what life would be like with a little girl or a little boy and the reveal part i don't totally I don't know. I I, I don't, I don't know. I I guess like I'm trying to unpack the reason and what people are getting out of it when they do it. Is it because they're not getting enough attention? The actual like presentation of it is very like premiere like. It's like an unveiling. It's like, ta-da. Maybe we work in Hollywood and we just, we don't need that kind yeah, we don't need drama that. in our lives. It's just like we have enough <laughs> excitement or something. I don't totally yeah get it well i i think that the, first of all there's two different variations of this gender reveal trend there's the one where you know people have this cake and they cut it and it's like a oh yeah it's a cute thing and then there's like the social media gender reveal oh wait i'm sorry one question uh-huh. when they do a gender reveal do the parents know no. The parents don't know. No, usually, like for, for the cake situation, the way a gender reveal works mm-hmm. is that you go to the doctor mm-hmm. and they put the results of what the sex is in mm-hmm. an envelope. 
Oh. And <laughs> like the doctor calls the bakery. <laughs> and they the have baker- three bakers they work with. <laughs> if you want chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and the baker is like, got it. <laughs> oh, the the Smiths are coming over. <laughs> got it. I know what they like. Um, no, that so they put it in an envelope, and then you mm-hmm. take those results okay. wherever you might want to take them. Whether uh-huh. it's to a baker, whether it's to I, I've heard of like people who do silly string. I think that's what my uh, sister in law did. Yeah, and or, or like you know, usually it's a cake thing, right? You cut the cake and then you see what it is. You cut the cake and you you see. Now I wonder if mm. if Dennis Dickey like had someone build this bomb for him right. because it. Technically, I, you know, I mean, I, we should, we need to figure out who that person was. I have right. to say, so I was Googling gender reveal explosions, and it seems to be if you're Googling around even just a little bit, you start to go to like craziest gender reveal, this type of, cho- it's a chalk explosion. So it's chalk mixed with the tannerite. Uh-huh. And the first thing that comes up on a list that's called the craziest gender reveal from A. L.com, which are my initials. I do not run this website, I promise. (laughs) The first image is of a tannerite explosion in a dry field. And this is showing this man shooting this in a dry field. It was on his Pinterest board. So I could see where you would see this and think, oh, it's not like it's actually exploding. It must have been something where the bullet caused a spark. Right. And it, you know, it probably, there was a world where it could have happened. Um, and not caused a fire. I mean, these are all over the internet. These explosive gender That's reveals. Fascinating. What and, else? What other kinds are there? And I think, in fact, you there's a company here that I see oh, where you can buy they, this wow. the kit. Oh, um, pa- you can buy Let's, the powder for a tannerite reveal. And this <gasps> is they're just selling the powder, but it's twenty three dollars. And this is from bump reveal bumpreveal dot com. Oh, what's it called? Bump reveal. <gasps> There's Add an industry. The oh Bump my gosh! Tannerite reveal. They have a whole section here. Where you? Does it look like the one that he uh, Dennis Sticky used? I think so. Wait, the, can we see there a box like what the target was? Do we know showing... if he made his own or if he couldn't it, have no, bought it? it couldn't have bought it. Anywhere. They would have gotten looped in. There's the a whole thing lawsuit. where you put powder inside a car's exhaust and then the car drives off. Can you do us a favor and look at the bump reveal thing and say how you're supposed to detonate it? Because if unless they're like shoot it with a gun, mm, right, right. Let me. I'm gonna. I'll get back to you on that. Okay, thank you. So, but these are all over the place, and this isn't the first gender reveal fail, especially like when it comes to explosives. Now, Amanda, you might be interested in this one. So, a couple of in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, used fireworks. Call, mm. uh, call your uncle <laughs> for a t- gender reveal for their unborn child at a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is according to the New York Post. I mean, that's cute. And <laughs> but here's the thing. Out. Okay, here's the thing. Uh oh. They light. They lit the uh, pink explosives from a drying rack that was about fifty feet from their guests. Uh huh. One of the oh, fireworks no. landed on the lawn and set ablaze. Oh, which no. sent people scrambling. And despite the chaos, it seems there were no serious harm. But um, if, if you look at the video, they right. put it on a drying rack. The first one goes off and they're like, right. yay. And then, of course, oh, it it's fireworks. Yeah, it yeah. jiggles. Yeah. And, and a, then it- a firework goes <gasps> straight to the crowd. No. <laughs> to the people holding the no. phone. No. <laughs> That's insane. 
I don't know about you, but like my first thought is first thought. Yeah. Let's use a table. Yeah. Or the ground. Or a professional. <laughs> or a person who, or an explosives professional. A specialist. A, there must be explosives handlers in every state. <laughs> okay, fine. No one got seriously harmed and there was no actual fire, right? Other than a, it's a, it's a, a video online. Yes, but that's a near miss. But there's other gender reveal fails. There's oh. one in, there's one that's a, a, a fight that broke out in an Applebee's. <laughs> because what's this one a, what's a death stand? <laughs> the, that's a whole other episode <laughs> the fight at applebee's so this one there's a group of like 20 people who come in and they want to do uh confetti right they want to do some confetti canyons in the restaurant and Can- the manager comes in and is like no you can't pop confetti in a in an applebee's because yeah. we don't want to clean it up so they go outside and they explode them in the parking lot uh-huh. then the you know manager comes out and says you have to clean it up you have to clean up the confetti from the ground and of course you know uh, a, a a screaming match occurs where the the client, the the customers are saying, I'm going to beat your ass. Oh. <laughs> and they start telling the hostess that they're going to F them up. Eventually, police were dispatched. And this was the the kicker that I thought was really funny. Members of the party began to leave after this, the police got there. And that's when the manager noticed a bill for $31.81 that had not been paid. <laughs> they dined and dashed. <laughs> okay, so I have an extra, extra oh, oh, yeah, yeah, information yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah. So, so breaking news <laughs> breaking news the tannerite gender reveal i'm realizing is very popular but oh, it wow. does require a firearm so the whole point oh, is that you shoot it, shoot it. and okay. so that's why it's kind of popular among like gun people right oh. on a website called wholesalecolorpowder.com okay. so the whole industry surrounding this gender reveal <laughs> Haley created a guns and glitter tannerite gender reveal theme and decorated a box that they put the color powder and tannerite in with the guns and glitter saying saying and a small target she had a darling table spread with all kinds of pink and blue treats including cookies shaped like guns and pink glittery cupcakes congratulations to Haley and her family we wish you all kinds of sugar and spice and everything nice oh so that's a guns and glitter gender reveal party you guys need a newsletter i mean <laughs> this is way too much media to keep to yourselves and <gasps> glitter well and and that's what i was there's like uh there was another one i read that they call them like wheels and heels like like the gender thing I, i'm assuming it's guns and glitter because guns is for boys and glitters for girls oh like guns are to shoot guns are to shoot the tannerite explosive and then glitter maybe they had maybe it was it, maybe was the it glitter, glitter is colored yeah but i i think you're on to there's something. a reference it's like there. masculine and feminine yeah, yeah. So like Gender, guns are if yeah. we had a boy and girls are glitter i mm. mean i i want to put I don't know if we should put the actual bump and reveal bumpreveal.com on the board or mm. if we should just put this. I mean, they seem to be the the leading online industry for. But isn't it really social media who's spreading this? It's Instagram. It it, it is social media, but there's a market for mm. it. I'm going to look up this hashtag. This. Yeah. <laughs> right. So why don't we put on the board? Uh, do you want to put bumps bumpreveal.com? 
I mean, as a bumpreveal.com can kind of symbolize all of these places making money off of this. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's more of the um, explosive gender reveal market industry. <laughs> the industry. The exactly. gender reveal industry. Gender okay. reveal industry. And no, but explosive. But explosive. Yeah, cause, okay, we're because not we're not mad at cakes. Yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not blaming the bakers. We're not mad at cakes. And the list goes on and on of these failed. I want to talk about these two other failed yeah, yeah. gender reveals. One of them is a Louisiana couple who decided to announce the sex of their unborn baby by placing a watermelon into the gator's mouth. What? <laughs> the gator. <laughs> yeah, th- this is a really interesting story. A watermelon. So the reptile snaps her jaws shut and blue liquid gushes out of her mouth, indicating the baby's a boy. Now, Mike Kleiber... <laughs> 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 There's a video online. I saw it. It's very real. So Mike Kleiber, the soon-to-be father, and also it's an not, alligator this wrangler. Is Florida, right? This is no, Florida. this is Louisiana. Louisiana. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry, yes, of course. He's an alligator wrangler and a trainer uh, who runs Kleibert's Turtle right. and Alligator Farm. <laughs> His uh, nickname uh, is also T Mike, the Gator King. Okay. So this is <laughs> this is the guy. So this is him giving an interview. Mm-hmm. He says, the first thing that came to my mind when my girlfriend and I decided to have a gender reveal party were alligators. Mm. <laughs> mm. Clybert, uh, whose father and grandfather were both also alligator hand- handlers, says, they're a big part of our family, so why not incorporate them into our reveal? Mm-hmm. We have a few gators who like to eat fruit, so I figured fruit was great, and let's get a watermelon, drill, drill a hole, add some jello, and throw it in the gator's mouth. Let her bust it open. No big deal, you know? <laughs> First of all, all these quotes are for men. <laughs> and all of these parties are planned by men. And all of these wow. hijinks. Not one woman has been quoted yet. And I, I think you make a really good point. The patriarchy. Well, not just that. But, I mean, yes. Yes, of course. But for years and years, as long as I know, I, I don't know when these started, but baby showers? Baby showers are a female thing. I knew you were going to say that. You're right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So they just want to be included. Sure. People have been one-upping baby showers here and there. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, you make a funnier game yeah. or you make it a theme, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But these are like r- women-run parties. Mm-hmm. Now, gender reveals are actually a new phenomenon. Like the spectacle is a part of it. A spectacle yeah. is a part of it. And they're actually, they're male and female. Yeah. They're a joint... Baby Mm -hmm. celebration. Mm -hmm. It's almost like testosterone is now a part of this like baby culture or like baby celebration culture, which uh, to me, it's crazy that baby showers are just for women. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What are your feelings about that? Yeah. Tell us about that. I had a baby shower for my son and it was just my girlfriends Uh and I wanted it that way. I didn't want a lot of people, honestly. And once you started invite you know i just wanted my girls and what did i have for my i think i just did a day at a spa or something oh for, that's for the nice. second like a little they call it a sprinkle the second mm-hmm. time which is gross but oh sweet <laughs> i get it <laughs> instead of a shower but i kind of liked it i honestly don't do that many things oh that's what i was about to say i don't do that many things that are gendered but i only work with women um <laughs> i i there aren't that many things that are just like sacred spaces for women and i just really i i, I liked i liked that um, yeah it it does it is it does exclude the dad in a way that maybe is not super healthy. So I guess I would 
I, I can see why right. men would want to be included, especially now that they're participating more, at least in woke um, partnerships in child rearing. But this seems a, a, a bit too far. It also occurs to me that men a lot of times, especially the men who are doing the more macho baby reveals yeah. involving guns per se. And maybe gators. And gators. <laughs> they don't always have a creative outlet. Like it's kind of taboo for them to like express yeah, themselves right, in right. a certain way. Or right. like when else would I assume Dennis Dickey have the opportunity to like put on basically a little play for his friends. You're so right. Yeah. And he, this is his one time he gets mm-hmm. to ever do that and kind of get into his feminine side. Mm-hmm. So it's like toxic masculinity. Yes. yes. Absolutely. That's what it is. It's toxic masculinity. We had said a bunch of stuff, but it's toxic. That's exactly, That's what, exactly it what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's like the in- the inability, the stifling of the, of the creative urge. Yes. I mean, they're, it feels like they're just trying to really express themselves in a dangerous way. <laughs> but maybe if they, if they had were more used to it, exactly. you know, if they had more practice. If they had, if they got to express themselves in smaller ways, they wouldn't feel like this is the, this, this is has the to be, yeah. this has to be a literal explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bananas. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all have stress and anxiety we carry around as we go about our everyday life. At The Alarmist, we know it's always better to say it out loud and talk it through. Whenever I stress about the sinking of the Titanic, I don't sit with those thoughts in a dark room. I turn on the lights and dive right into it. Therapy is a great place to get things off your chest and work through what's really going on. Maybe you can't stop spiraling or catastrophizing. I started therapy over 10 years ago and never looked back. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Heck, we sometimes change our minds and rethink the verdict at The Alarmist. And that's also okay when it comes to therapists. 
get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Alarmist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Alarmist. And, you know, social media is also to blame because it's like this like situation how many likes am i how many views am i gonna get that video got x amount of views i want to do something bigger better it's going to be crazier absolutely but people have been having lavish parties lavish parties since the beginning of time you read about like feasts during the roman empire or like you know that kind of stuff and and people have always had fancy parties showing off like yeah there's always been a little bit of like showing off um so i think when you start to blame social media it's like that episode you had where you blamed capitalism Uh or someone did and it was like that's just (laughs) no that's just an engine you know that yes that's everywhere so I don't know if I don't know if that's like narrow enough I just am wondering too like there is this whole thing though of like the the hashtag like nailed it sort of culture Mm -hmm. of like you see this shiny image on social media because there is so much retouching and people kind of only showing a glimmer of what goes into certain things that people think oh I can do that too but Mm -hmm. the thing that you're chasing isn't even a reality Mm -hmm. so there I think there's something there but I understand also it feels a little bit broad the thing is when you start to critique social media you're really critiquing humans and it's like yeah yeah, humans are to blame (laughs) yes yes absolutely (laughs) we we are terrible oh you don't want to blame computers we are weird animals (laughs) yeah it's like convenient to blame like the thing in your hand but like we're we have base instincts Mm -hmm. that we we could put it cannot down. control yeah yeah you don't humans, have to the upload worst. that video humans are the worst and the best uh, shockingly i feel like we shouldn't put social media up on the board i think it might be a little broad in this case yeah i i, I think case. in this case i think if we were talking about like a cyber bullying thing that's you a know different then story. yeah that's a different I, story I'm with you. something i also want to say b- before we move on from this topic is that the backstory on these gender reveal videos is that they started appearing on YouTube like about it 10 years ago. Yeah. And they it, it started off very low key with like couples doing low impact activities like popping balloons right. <laughs> that release right. pink uh, yeah. confetti or blue confetti, cutting cakes, like mm-hmm. we said. But this has now gotten way bigger and the popularity of the videos have grown in 2017, which was the year that this happened. American viewers were watching gender reveal videos. Uh, it, it had gone up by 60% from the previous wow. year. Wow. Just from the previous year. Hmm. And this was 10 and it started 10 years before. And the person who started this trend oh yeah i want to know the person's name is jenna carvanides and she's considered one of the pioneers of gender reveal parties and one of the pioneers yeah it's a whole movement yeah Mm -hmm. so she's quoted as saying i started to realize that this was a big mistake um (laughs) what really yes after she was like oh no what have i done yes like frankenstein's monster so they they've kind of like backpedaled (gasps) a little bit wow um, on that issue and i i think a big part of it and and she does talk about this in this interview that um or this article that i read about her is this obsession you know it's broader than just like a gender uh, reveal party it's like our obsession with gender yeah you know that like that's like a very loaded issue Mm -hmm. you know i i was doing a little bit of research well first of all it should be said that there are videos online a lot of videos online of these gender reveal parties where 
the people finding out, usually the father, expecting father. Oh, no. <laughs> are not- very disappointed. Oh, boy. <gasps> oh, boy. So there's this very famous one. Um, it's, uh, and we can take a moment to watch it because I think we can talk a lot about this. Oh, boy. Gordon Hayward. He's a basketball player. Oh, dear. Um, Chris put me onto this. My husband, Chris, put me onto this. In the video, he is with his two little girls and his wife, and they're opening up a box, and these oh, dear. pink balloons... Oh, I'm going to be so upset. ...come oh, out of the box. two girls, and they were trying for a boy. Okay, That's a thing. Shall we watch? Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, but the helium machine didn't work. Okay, ready? Say, Daddy, can you help me? Help me. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Whoa! It's a girl! Whoa! <laughs> you want a girl? Bernie, you were right. Oh my god. Is Daddy happy? Daddy's always happy. <laughs> oh! Look at the balloon. Say oh, bye. Man. So, in the video, he opens the box and the balloons come out, they're pink, and he is so disappointed devastated it is it's so sad hold on can you imagine being that child at like 10 and, and watching this? showing you that video no oh but this is the thing people aren't thinking about these anything they're repercussions yeah. right they're not uh, clearly he 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 doesn't seem like a sensitive type he's being very insensitive yeah at well, the moment but again, we don't know the backstory. Right. We don't know if they had been trying. But, yeah. but again, what is our obsession with gender? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's because we're it's because we it's funny. I feel like we as a generation are we're raised by ver- people in very traditional gender roles, but we are trying to change, but we're still wired the same way. So, right. even though we want to raise our kids to be like you are whoever you are and gender's a spectrum and you know however you express yourself is however you express yourself there's still the there's still the like oh i want to have a girl because this is how it is and boys are this and girls are that right. and there's no escaping that and and especially in particular like cultures it's like yeah. there's there's a desired <laughs> Yeah. Sex. Oh, yeah. Or I had put out, um, I just like tweeted something the other day that was like, mm-hmm. don't ever ask a woman with a young child when she's going to have another one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> like, don't talk to women about when they're going to have kids, period. Yes. But certainly don't ask a woman with like a small, small child when they're going to have another one. You wouldn't ask like a the victim of like a bus accident <laughs> when they're going to ride the bus again. Like, wait, in, <laughs> wait until they've healed, you know, like wait until they're through it. And then maybe be like, wait, what are you thinking? Or just don't ask. Or just don't ask. Why is one not enough? But then I got a lot of responses being like, I, my family won't stop asking me if I'm going to try for a girl because I have two boys. Um, My family says that one of each would be great. My family says, you know, this and that and the other thing. And I bristle at the fact that I have a boy and a girl. Mm -hmm. I bristle at how often the response is when people go, oh, you have kids? What can you know, what are they? Yeah. And I go, there's a boy and a girl on this age and this age. And they go, oh, that's so great. One of each. You you're, you're, you, really did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did what? It's pure luck. Yeah. Like, it's right. nothing. It's literally just like whatever's going on in my body that day. Whatever egg, whatever sperm. Like, that's just what happened. I didn't do anything. anything. No. Uh, to, to see this sort of act of luck as an accomplishment 
really bothers me. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. It really it, it, bothers me. You you didn't fail if it doesn't right. go your way. Right. Also, what is your way, and why do you have any predispositions? But I have to say, here's my own experience. I had a boy, and then many, you know, four and a half years later, um, I got pregnant. And when they called me um, to tell me the gender, they told me that it was like test genetic testing. And they're uh-huh. like, everything's all clear, and they're like, okay, bye. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. Are you gonna tell me? Can you tell me if it's a boy or a girl? And they said, it's a girl. And I burst into tears. <laughs> I did. Aww. I burst into tears. I started crying. And then I called my husband. And he also burst into tears. And we called our moms. And they burst into tears. And it was only because I wanted to experience both, frankly. I just right. wanted to know what it was like. I yeah. wanted to know what it was like to raise a boy. And I wanted to know what it was like to raise a girl. And like I got super lucky. But of course, I would have been happy with with either. Right. It, there's no. It's not like I would have had two boys and then been like, I got to try for a girl. It's such an interesting, I guess it's just so natural, right? To just how we were brainwashed. We were brainwashed. We were brainwashed. It's going to be different for like the next, my kids' kids are going to be, it's going to be different, I think. Well, because, you know, and it's funny, like these things are called gender reveals, Mm -hmm. right? Because really they should be sex reveals, Mm -hmm. right? Because the sex is what determine is X and Y chromosomes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a chromosome reveal. Gender is much different. And there's a lot of criticism and and controversy about like all these gender parties and how they contribute to this. They're propagating this sort of medieval. We have been brainwashed. I do believe that. Right. There is an image and we all have this image of like the perfect family, right? And the perfect family is a mom and a dad and a boy and a girl. And anything different is some sort of diversion from that because we were all raised with the same perfect image. And now, thankfully, we are seeing other kinds of images, what families look like and what relationships look like and what siblings look like and all that kind of stuff. And I am so grateful and happy. But it's going to be a second until we start like unwinding all that wiring. Yeah. I, I, I mean, what? what is that what there is like some kind of obsession i think to like return to some kind of like the way we were Uh uh-huh this like traditional family and family values right roles you know nonsense it's like you're all you know yeah well that i mean it's archaic really that's just expecting like things to run a certain way, right? Absolutely. The, the, the family life. Well, also the definition of family values being like, this is what a family looks like and we value these things and God and country. Like I'm not a religious person, but I'm a good person. Yeah. So aren't those good values, you know? But no, because we're a mixed race couple and we, you know, whatever it is, like we live a, we live a heathen lifestyle. So. <laughs> whatever. Ooh, mixed race. I, me too. I'm yeah. a mixed race couple. Yeah. It's so funny because like, I don't really think of it that way, you know? (laughs) No, I never think of it that way. We've been talking a little bit to my son who's starting to understand. He knows that like I'm from India and his dad is from, it's like a, you know, a Jewish guy from New York. So he knows he's, he's like, he's like, oh, so I'm half Jewish and I'm half Indian. And I go, no, you're both. I was like, there's no half this or half that. You're both. We have like so many parties. We have so much food. We have like so many, so much family. And he's like, yeah, so we say we say you're double and you're both. So oh, that's so yeah. nice. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying I'm I'm yeah. both Cuban and Puerto Rican. It's really nice. I think it's because you are because you, your experience is nothing less than you know any like straight up Indian kid would have or straight up Jewish kid would have. It's just a it's extra. You're extra. <laughs> you're extra. <laughs> Should this be called a sex reveal party versus a gender? I mean, I, I know it doesn't really have 
the pizzazz. <laughs> Could you imagine being sex reveal on like a on like yeah. slapping it on Although, a card? In Spanish, you, uh, uh, you would say uh, vamos a una fiesta uh, donde van a revelar el sexo. Oh. Mm. So they would say it. it's you sex. Would say sex. Yeah, but not it, in English because because American Americans are prudes. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Do we want to kind of put this like obsession with <laughs> family values? <laughs> family values going on the or, list. Or, you know what it is? It's also like identifying the gender, which as we know is more abstract than the sex, right? It um it's covering both how the yeah. individual identifies themselves in, in regarding expresses. yeah maleness is it like femaleness. gender norms even gender the idea that pink is girl and blue is boy it's yeah. gender normativity gender normativity gender let's put that in yeah our obsession with kind of putting things in boxes yeah yeah oh this is I, I finally found it rifles and ruffles oh, wheels and no. heels those were some of the uh, why parties always, oh my god why guns. does it have to be like like that and then finally i feel like we should put firearms and explosives well yes i mean <laughs> I, gun I laws guns. Yeah. I, mean, guns. I honestly yes. think guns yes. have to go on absolutely this is just another example of how just a reckless the use. dangers of guns the <laughs> reckless use of a dangerous weapon it's insane come on what are you thinking people it's enough with the guns just get a confetti. Get a confetti. <laughs> get a box of balloons. Now, quickly, I found this some on the Daily Mail. Uh-huh. Of course. Um, they have a couple pictures of the family. So this is Dickie. <gasps> um, they do? This is Dickie and his wife, Rita. I just want to know if they're still together. Okay. Aww. And then this is him without they... the beard. And Aww. he looks really sweet. He's very sweet and dumb. Um, so... <laughs> And now I, <laughs> this might be sexist and this might be me playing into gender norms, but okay. do we honestly buy that the wife had nothing to do with I the planning do. of this? I do. You do? Yes. You think this was the, probably the one time in their relationship where he was like, don't worry, babe, I've got this yes. covered. Yes. I, mean, I believe it. I believe it a hundred percent. And do you think a woman with even one brain cell would have allowed this to happen? I don't know. I mean, like, there was the guns and glitter. I mean, that was the woman planning that. Did that end in a yeah, um, giant it, fire or did no. it just happen? <laughs> no, that went off swimmingly. No, that Yeah, that ended up on a blog. So the woman plan <laughs> Yes, that's true. When the woman plans it, it gets on the blog. Yeah. Ah, when the guy plans no, it. No, the guy was like, this is going to be a surprise. I mean, but uh, again, I think you bring up a good point because what if this woman is just like raised in this culture where like all the guys around her have guns At, like if someone if i was pregnant and uh someone was like i'm gonna shoot this explosive like for a party i'd be like oh no i'm pregnant like <laughs> something could happen but i don't want to be near that but we're not gun people but we're not gun people and maybe she's just not uncomfortable yeah. with that yeah so maybe he even told her I just feel like if even one other person had weighed in, it wouldn't have happened. There's just something about this to me that smacks of like a single-minded pursuit, <laughs> mm, you know, of just like, this is going to be the best day of your life. <laughs> like truly, I look at his face. He's so sweet and so dumb. I he's mean, so, that he's, guy, he's still I'm employed. I'm going to tell you right employed. now, that guy is a good boyfriend. Like he was uh, a good boyfriend. I mean, he's, I mean, he, they adopted a child. They're not I mean, bad people. No, he's just dumb and that's fine 
But it's scary when dumb Should people own guns. And Should it's we scary blame... when dumb people like cause like car like they can cause harm too. I have some I have an I have a nomination. Oh my god, please thank what you. What about the American educational system? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I think it's I think it's a problem. Yeah. So what we can do better. That's what for course sure. would have taught him not to do this? <laughs> well, I think there just aren't the resources. I mean, I think in um, in a lot of countries that pay their teacher that are able to pay their teachers a living wage, they can uh, recruit really great, smart people to teach their kids. There are certainly cultures that have a active love of learning that perhaps mm-hmm. doesn't exist mm-hmm. so much in the majority of the population here. I went to, for most of my um, schooling, went to a wonderful uh, American international school in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. And I'm a nerd. (laughs) And I loved school. It was like just the best. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And then in high school, my parents moved to New York and I went to public high school in like suburban New York. Uh It was fine. Yeah. But it was nothing compared to like the... The oh the the, the amazing it was like yeah. the best private school in the you know in like a hemisphere basically yeah and I remember coming home on the first day and just being like nobody cares about learning Ugh. and and basically everyone was like yeah that's how it is I mean we see the problems with the public school systems right they're yeah. all super underfunded rich kids get better educations right there's a severe and like wide ranging and deep. Um, distrust of people who have educations mm-hmm. among yeah, a yeah. lot of the population. So what is that? What is that cultural thing where like knowing things is suspicious or or it's looked down at looked down upon yes. as like snobby? Yes. Oh, you think you're better than me? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I I think that's really interesting. I had a a different experience, but. You know, I grew up in a a less um, wealthy area in Miami. And so I was a product of magnet schools Mm -hmm. that were amazing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you had to seek that out. And I felt like I really wanted to learn. Mm -hmm. Right. But I I could see the the other people, some people in my neighborhood, you know, who just didn't care. And, you know, that was the, you know, product of whatever that was let's also say that the united states is like in any given city and you were like metropolitan area you have 900 kinds of backgrounds right right and different cultures have different relationships with education mm-hmm. some are more like we learn how to make things we learn how to go my people go to school everyone in my family has tons of degrees right you know nobody knows how to like a lot of the people in my puerto rican family have degrees too but there's no jobs in puerto Rico. right right absolutely (laughs) but it was it was like a it was like a your your path is just to gather as many degrees as possible and that's and that's what and that's what will earn your respect yeah yeah while you know i'm then my parents moved to michigan and it was like no like a great job at like the ford plant and everyone's like high opinion of you as being like a solid guy is what earns your respect like what are you working toward right so like wherever he grew up probably in Arizona, Mm -hmm. what were the values? It certainly wasn't take a physics class and learn that like you can't set a grass field on fire yeah no i, I was gonna say the, the a great <laughs> the class gun. for him would have been like uh like logic step-by-step uh planning no just like yeah. step-by-step like thinking it cause through. and effect cause yeah. and effect and like <laughs> and the, AP, people don't think ap cause and effect <laughs> <laughs> i mean we really should be teaching that <laughs> such an important skill really just thinking before you do things (laughs) so i i think you make a really good point and i think we should put up the uh 
U.S. American. Okay, do you want to just um, a quick U.S. American um, rundown? And educational system. And or his parents, by the way. Mm. <laughs> okay, so here's a rundown of what okay. we have on the board Yeah, let's so start far. crossing things off and really... He's, he's demonstrating a severe lack of common sense. So I guess before, even before I blame the educational system, which I think could be shored up, what about his fa- family situation? I don't know. Common sense came from my mom. Yeah, I mean, that's me me too. Yeah, <laughs> no. right? Like wasn't your mom like this is how things yeah, work? She definitely taught don't me be a dumb uh she definitely taught me um repercussions. Yeah. She was like if you don't do this, this will happen. Yeah. But I I think that educational system though is is a good thing to blame because you know, that's where you start comparing, right? You go to school yeah. and you are learning from others and your teachers and you're like, you know, th- there's a lot of people who have had parents who um, have had to work and, you know, haven't been around or, you know, whatever it is. That doesn't really, not. I guess not saying that the it's the educational system's job. It's well, not that, yeah, that's where it gets, gets a little tricky because also like what was he learning at home? And really the problem is not that he, uh, if he had had the right formula, um, he would have figured it out. It's really about like where was his common sense? Like his common, just his ability uh, to move through the world. Look, like where Pri, did that... you and I were starting a school at <laughs> <the> first? <laughs> the sense. Dennis Dickey School of Common Sense. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take over his GoFundMe? <laughs> it's one hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars. <laughs> Uh, I, I also just need to throw out there yeah, literally sorry. every other person at that gender reveal yes, who didn't say, yes, wait a minute. So the, maybe they didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, but the guess right? someone pulls out a gun in that dry field. I mean, yeah, maybe they didn't know. Maybe they just didn't know. Maybe they didn't know. And also, it's not that weird. We have to remember it's not well, that weird. To them, to them. To them. Well, also, so shocked. At a baby shower. When I Googled. baby shower. Seriously, when I Google searched Tenorite explosive baby, like gender reveal, the first image I saw was a man in a dry field doing this. So they everyone thought this is just life. Okay, so on the board, we have Dennis Dickey himself. Bumpreveal.com, a.k.a. the gender reveal explosive industry. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. I want that to win. <laughs> um, gender normativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, putting things in boxes. Mm-hmm. Guns. Mm-hmm. And the American educational system. Okay, so, you know, let's remind ourselves that we're figuring out who's to blame for the gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. And while I really want to blame gender normativity, I don't think that's to blame for this particular disaster. No. I think that maybe we wouldn't have a gender reveal party if that wasn't a a thing. Right. But there are so many expressions that the gender reveal party could have taken, but it happened to be this incredibly detrimental to the environment one. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Yeah, putting things in boxes is bad and yes. we shouldn't do it. This is not to blame. No. It there's no direct it there's no direct it, no. It cause. No. The educational system should stay on there for a second more. We should probably think about it, yeah. The logic again, the, the, the logic Critical thinking. Critical thinking, right? That's it. Yes. Critical thinking. He never he never absorbed it. Those are skills he didn't develop. Even in like a wood shop home ec situation, he would have learned a thing or two. Yeah. That would have been useful. And that does scare me a little bit that he's a border patrol agent. Oh, it's terrifying. (laughs) 
It's terrifying. But and and that these are this is these are his critical thinking skills. These like, are this critical is the level he's and at. he has a firearm. Yeah, that's very scary. Which he already used to burn up half of Arizona. So, what are you thinking? I <sighs> this is a hard one, pre. I do I, like. We, let's that we've, cross I, another one off the list. I do like that we've all stayed away from blaming his wife. That's very feminist of us. Oh, <laughs> I tried like to pat ourselves on the back. Pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> nope, not her fault. Not I her know. Fault. Re, I have a feeling. Yeah, Rita knew. You think Rita knew? <laughs> I just don't. I know Rita. Even if she was letting him plan it, she was keeping tabs. You yeah. think? I. I. I you think know. Maybe. You always know. You have an idea. You I don't know? think she's going to be like hands off. I don't. I, I don't I know what's very... happening at my fortieth birthday, really. Oh, that's Ooh. fun. I mean, I know what we're doing, like broad strokes. I mean, Rita does look like a busy woman. I think she might be a realtor or something. She works for so... a small business. He yeah, said it. That's right. So, so yeah. So she. I don't think she's to blame at all. I don't think so. No, no, no. So she's not even going on the list. We support her. She's getting like five hundred dollars a month taken out of her budget for this. Oh, nonsense. that's like more than a. <laughs> It's yeah. so much money. And it's a mortgage, probably. $100,000 came straight out of his retirement. Oh, Can you imagine? And that's their Can you imagine this poor child paying for it Horrible. for the rest of his life? It's not... I mean... This is a cycle of miseducation. Yeah. <laughs> this kid is not going to be able to go to, like, a good school to get oh, his critical no. thinking skills. I know. It's this terrible. It's so tragic. It's systemic. Well, do we want to keep toxic masculinity up there? I think we do. <laughs> I think we do. I have a okay. Let's like think. Okay, did is okay. Is there? We think toxic masculinity and his performance of such Uh the whole like explosion. Yeah, I think we got to keep it up there. Yeah, I think I'm ready to uh, cross out the uh, bumpreveal.com and the gender reveal explosive industry. Right, it's kind of like the fuel, but it's not. It's not the. It's not the the. The spark. Yes. Yeah. Literal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I'm taking that off. You know, they're just, you know, there's a market for it and they're responding to it. Yeah. Still up on the board, Dennis Dickey, toxic masculinity, guns, and critical thinking skills slash the uh, American educational system. I don't think I can bring the uh, educational system off the board but I I think that if we're narrowing it down there's an argument to cross it off because yes he should have developed the critical thinking skills during his time at school but school only takes you to about 18 so yeah between 18 and 37 it's on you baby it's on you so uh, one would think you would have picked up on something I I, I agree crossing off his education which you know while subpar isn't to blame yes Uh, we it's got to be better maybe it was maybe maybe it agreed maybe yeah (laughs) He's We're to like Exeter. To, there's he just not enough like, evidence that he's not. He's like the guy who went to Harvard but never makes the newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's Dennis Dickey? They're like, don't worry about Dennis Dickey. <laughs> Poor Dennis. Here's Dennis's GoFundMe. <laughs> so Dennis, uh, toxic masculinity and guns. I mean, guns are kind of in with toxic masculinity. Guns are a product of toxic you know, masculinity. That's one. I, I feel like let's put them together. Yeah. You want to put that? Yeah. That's one I thing. Mean, I, I would almost say like toxic masculinity is more to blame than guns because guns is a, a, a product. Yeah. You're right. Cross off guns. It's crossed off. 
It's toxic masculinity. Oh my God. <laughs> Me too. It totally is. It right? has to be. No. I, I can't blame Dennis Dickey. No, it's the really? culture. It's it, the with culture. That sweet face. It's the culture of wanting to explode things. Yeah. And I yeah. also read uh, somewhere that he was actually, he, he, he was the first one to call the fire department. Yeah. He owned up to he it. He pled guilty. He messed up. He, he messed, up, he messed big. up But I feel for him. I, I know. What a, and a, a God bless him because, and God bless Rita. Because God she is sticking. I, I hope I they're know still together. They together. I hope this is. A love you can story. actually look it up. I'll, I'm gonna Google if it. If you just look up their names and divorce, it's all public. Paper. Oh no! Really? If you just look it up, any. I mean, all divorce filings are public. <gasps> we are I, learning so much. I, I, nothing's coming up, so I'm assuming they're still together. Okay. Well, can thank you imagine? God. Could you stay with your husband <laughs> for I making mean, that dumb mistake? Yeah. I you have two kids. You'd have to. I mean, <laughs> if anything, you'd have you'd have to just like double down. Yeah. And be like, we're in it to win it. <laughs> I think you just have to. He yeah. did a very stupid thing. Yeah. I don't think he's a bad person. I think oh. he has given us mounds of evidence that he's not a bad person, that he's just kind of dumb. Yeah. Mm. And that's scary. And, sh- and, and, and careful out there, Dennis. Like, just know that you have the potential to make massive mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> don't ever. So careful just like with yourself. Just like in a straitjacket for the rest of your life. <laughs> and Rita. Keep an eye on him. Yeah. What are you doing, girl? Don't let him out of the house. <laughs> He's a liability. <laughs> if she's um, a realtor, she's probably doing great. I hope so for the love of the family. I mean, uh, a for, lot of for their well being. though, burned down. Oh, oh no. Man, that's too soon. I'm sorry. Well, I don't even know if she's a realtor. That's something I just threw out there. Oh. She looks like a realtor, I think you said, and I just ran with I it. I read she, she's in a small business, which <laughs> can be, be real estate. Real, yeah, yeah. It can be real estate. So, all right, we've settled it. Toxic talk- masculinity is. is going to the alarmist jail. God, I wish forever. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Those have a tendency to sneak out. <laughs> <laughs> They're slippery. They're slippery, the toxic masculinities. Yeah. Somehow I think it'll get out soon. But look, it, toxic masculinity touches upon so many elements in our culture. First of all, let's look at movies. Which are all just mm. explosions. Yes. They're yeah. all just a series of explosions and things breaking, which is insane. <laughs> those are movies now. Yeah, those are the all movies. the ones that make the big bucks, not the ones I go to. Give me no. a love story. Am I right, ladies? Always. Oh, love it. Always. I, all I want is two people who like each other. Is that so hard? That's <laughs> you all don't even I want, want a love story. You just want two even people friends. getting along. Even friends. <laughs> they could go on an adventure. They could solve a mystery. <laughs> they could just have tea. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, like an aunt and a kid. Yeah. Like just going yeah. to the mall. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but explosions and things. This is a, it's a problem. Yeah. It's a. I watched John Wick and during all those movies, I'm just waiting. Uh, all I'm craving is a scene where he just takes a nap. Yeah. I'm like, he's <laughs> got to be so tired. I just want to watch John Wick take a nap. <laughs> things exploding, people shooting people, guns everywhere. This It's nonsense. It's, a, it's like watching. Like fifty-year-old men have tantrums yeah. over and over and over again for hundreds of millions of dollars. It's insane. Well, it's like all these war movies that are coming oh, who out cares? that are constantly coming out. Which is like, I get. I mean, it's a complicated thing thing to dive into because we are where we are thanks to 
I don't know. <laughs> I can't even get started. I don't even know. But anyway. <laughs> Kate and Allie. The only thing I always reference is Kate and Allie. No one's ever seen it except for me. Everyone I know it? is younger. No, what is it? You've never seen Kate and Allie? No. It's a show that you would love. And it's about two best friends with kids who get divorced and they move in together. And it's two, it's like two women. It's like Jane Curtin. And um, Ooh. it's amazing. Well, I got to check it out. You yeah. will love it. You will love it. But um, but they yeah, I'm, I'm always like, give me, there are no guns. <laughs> oh. I'm always like, give me a story Dangerous. about people. Oh, is that too much to ask? Just like a story no. about people? Give it to me. That's all I want. Well, we've settled it. The world is a better place because yes. toxic masculinity <laughs> fixed it. Uh, has gone to jail. And uh, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for helping us figure out. Oh my gosh, thanks for having me. You know, this is cathartic. <laughs> this is and before you go, please tell our listeners about your podcast, Foxy Browns. Oh, yes, yes. So Foxy Browns is a um, beauty and wellness podcast uh, from the perspectives of two women of color. It's me and my co-host, Camille Blackett. And we have had amazing guests for everyone from like America Ferrera to Constance Wu to um, Natasha Rothwell. It's really to, so good. It's very good. Yes. I mean, technically, yes, we talk about like lipstick and eyeshadow, but really we talk about the why of beauty. So for example, we had a conversation with Natasha about the lack of black hairdressers on set and how actors for years have had to show up hair and makeup ready, which means getting up sometimes at 2 a.m. Yes. Do your own hair, which is nonsense, but that's changing. Um, we talked to this amazing woman, Kilo Quiche, um, a musician and visual artist about how she controls every aspect of like her music videos and her look and she is like a fashion muse and all this amazing stuff and um, we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna have we have some awesome guests coming up so so it's really it's a fun listen for men and women alike well I highly recommend everyone so and uh, Rebecca's on an episode yes yes, yes. Rebecca's on it very soon or was on it or just yeah is on well, it you can find it right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks so much everyone after the gender reveal, while there's no official ban in place where Dickie started the sawmill fire, we may see public lands increasingly off-limits to the public as a precaution against catastrophe. Dickie is still paying the money he owes. Tune in next week to find out who's to blame for the Jose Fernandez boat accident. Erios. Powered by ACAST. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.